0: The Way Out Podcast, episode 33.
1: It was always there, and it was just like, every time I try to not use, it would be, come on, just one, or, you know what, you'll start on Monday, it's like, you, 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 this is not the day, you know, you got, you got other things going on, you know, uh, you might as well use what you got, you know, you don't want to waste anything, and just, I remember being at this meeting, and these, this, there was a Tuesday night meeting, these people are picking up five years, and 10 years, and 12 years, I'm like, I don't know who the fuck you are, <laughs> um, but, I, I, you know what, I You're lying. I, yeah, I don't know if you're lying, or, but you're not like me, and I wanted to know what these 12 steps that these uh, people were working in. And she handed me uh, uh, some recovery literature, and she's like, "Why don't you read this?" And uh, and I read, it. I'm like, "Oh my gosh, how do they know? Mm-hmm. How do they know that about mm-hmm. me?" And it wasn't what I used, and it wasn't, a, and it wasn't. Part of it was how I used, and, but it was the same thing that it, I was hearing in meetings: is they knew how I was feeling. And here's the thing about it: it not only did they know how I was feeling. They were sharing about it. But I was at a meeting and this woman who probably had 12, 15 years, she's like, you know, unmanageability for me was that I couldn't picture my life without it. And the only thing I wanted to do was to retire so I could use in peace. And if I, well, I have a mic in my hand, but my, like the mic drop, I'm like, and I look at her, I'm like, how did you know? Because that's all I wanted out of life. I just wanted to get to retirement so I could use in peace.
0: Welcome. Thank you for joining us on this week's installment of The Way Out. Sharing stories from people just like you who have recovered from alcoholism and other addictions. The Way Out does not speak on behalf of, nor are we affiliated with any 12 step organization. Our purpose is to share with you, one episode at a time, what it was like, what happened, and what it's like now. The Way Out podcast is sponsored by Transitions Daily. Would you like to join a free, anonymous online group that offers a daily topic email with popular recovery resources accompanied by a secret Facebook group for discussion? Go to dailyaaemails.com for more information about Transitions Daily. Don't forget to share dailyaaemails.com with friends in meetings and with sponsees in recovery. Make sure to check out the official website of The Way Out Podcast at www.wayoutcast.com. There you will find links to our latest episodes on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Radio FM. You can also follow The Way Out Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Help us get the message out that lifelong recovery from alcoholism and addiction is possible by giving us a five-star rating on your favorite podcast platform the way out podcast is on now i'm your host charlie l this week we'll hear the second half of michael's interview indeed making it out of cleveland alive and begins an amazing recovery journey that precious amazing magical moment that i sought to the same exact degree you did that 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 mind chatter's the wrong word, it, it was, it, it, it drove me nuts, It Michael. was, it was,
1: drove me nuts. It drove me nuts.
0: And it was but, there all the time. It was
1: always there. And it was just like, every time I tried to not use, it would be, come on, just one, or you know what, you'll start on Monday. It's like, you, 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 you this is not the day, you know, you got, you got other things going on, you know, uh, you might as well use what you got, you know, right. you don't want to waste anything and just, right. and it was just that moment of time. And then the obsession would start again and, 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 you know, my recovery has brought me back and, and I, I remember working, okay, so I'm part of a 12-step fellowship and and I remember working the steps and, you know... <sighs> You know, unmanageability for me. Um, you so know, you I,
0: just didn't sit in meetings and all of a sudden sort of get better. You had to like work steps.
1: Yeah. You know, I, I, remember, be, I remember being at this meeting and these, this, there was the Tuesday night meeting. These people are picking up five years and 10 years and mm-hmm. 12 years. I'm like, I don't know who the fuck you are. <laughs> um, but I, I, you know what? I you're lying. I, yeah. I don't know if you're lying, or, but you're not like me. Right. And there was a girl there um, who got 90 days early on. And I'm looking at it, I'm like, I don't know how you got that 90 days, but I, at least I can conceptualize 90 days. You're right. I can f- three flips the calendar. I can see like, that.
0: Like that seems
1: attainable. That I, seems... It, uh, yeah, I don't even, know if I... Could, at least I, I could picture it. I'm like, I don't know how you did that. And so I'd watch her. You know, and people, I, I usually laugh when I said, that. I'm like, I started watching her. You know, because you because like, huh oh, it's a young girl. I'm watching her. But she went to meetings. A lot of the meetings I went to, there she was. Yeah. She had a sponsor. Her sponsor, when she presented Clean Time, talked about this girl um, doing steps. She talked about this girl doing service work, and I was so broken. I didn't think I had anything to add in terms of service. Uh-huh. And I remember this uh, this older woman. I don't know if she's older. She's this woman who at, at, that, at that Tuesday night meeting. She's, "Oh, child, she put her hand. Around. You could be. I'm broken. I'm crying. I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I got nothing to offer, child. You could clean up cigarette butts mm-hmm. and help put away chairs. Mm-hmm. And who knows a dawn? I was like, yeah, I could do that. I could do that, right. I can do that. And it was my first inkling, like, I can be of, you know, be of service. I can do things. Um,
0: so, you know, with and you, that. You talked about that, Michael, in that when I came into the rooms this time, I felt finally a part of. I finally felt like I wasn't different, Like I, like, I, like you understood me. And that I wasn't alone anymore, yeah. and well, that in that 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 isolation, that wicked isolation that I was in for probably fit better part of fifteen years, started to melt that day when I went down into that basement, and they understood
1: me. There's, you know, I in my in my last year or two of my active addiction. Um, I asked. I was talking with this woman. She happened to be a chemical dependency counselor, and, who, and it was just it was a professional conversation. And uh, and and I wanted to know what these twelve steps that these uh, people were working. And and she handed me uh, uh, some recovery literature. And she's like, "Why don't you read this?" And uh, and I read. It, I'm like, "Oh my gosh! How do they know?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: How do they know that about mm-hmm. me?" And it wasn't what I used. And it, a, and it wasn't and it wasn't part of it was how i used and, but it was the same thing that it, i was hearing in meetings is they knew how i was feeling and here's the thing about it. it not only did they know how i was feeling they were sharing about it and because i was never ever Talk about that stuff right,
0: Ever Ever Like
1: cardinal sin It's just like you I mean, A, A my old friends Might have kicked my ass For saying some of this stuff Or they call Or they, or they might have Made fun of me Right or, or you know Or if they were like Or like I don't know what the hell You're talking about dude That is some whacked out shit Right and, right. and But here are these people Who are openly sharing About the feelings Behind my use it, The feelings behind the, Like my fear Of my the recovery All these things And I'm like How do they know how do they know, and so you know, I had no idea who I was. I was a drug user. that's what I do. That's the only thing I knew that I did. I was le- I was kind i I realized that I wasn't a husband. I had no idea what it meant. I wasn't a dad i was, a, I, was I mean I was a sperm donor, but I didn't know how to be a father mm-hmm. um i I had no idea and you know and it was when I was working the steps first of all like with that unmanageability I was going to say I was like i I had a roof over my head, I had a car, you know, I had a job. Uh, you know, periodically those moments of clarity, I'd be sitting around a room with some people, and I'd be like, oh, man, I got a real problem. I got to stop this yep, shit. Right, yeah, I mean, right. I think I'm an addict, man. I think yeah. I got a problem. And they're like, you, no, dude, you're not an yeah, addict, dude. man. I, 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 I'll tell right. you, I, you know, you're not living under the bridge. Right. You're not, you know, you got, oh, you you got, got a job. You got, you got, you got a job. job. You got a nice wife, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, are you sure? Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, right. right. Um, yeah. And... Uh, but I was at a meeting and this woman who probably had 12, 15 years, she's like, you know, unmanageability for me was that I couldn't picture my life without it. Mm-hmm. And the only thing I wanted to do was to retire so I could use in peace. Mm-hmm. And if I, well, I have a mic in my hand, but my, like the mic drop, I'm like, and I look at her, I'm like, how did you know? Because that's all I wanted out of life. I just wanted to get to retirement so I could use in peace mm-hmm. that I didn't have anything else. Mm-hmm. I just was... Mm -hmm. you know, that's that's, it. it. And I could just, um, and I was like, that was unmanageable. I I knew I was powerless a a long time ago. Right. And I mean, I didn't know the extent of it. Um,
0: it was a lack of power. You know, one of the things that you talked about, like I wanted to learn about it. I wanted to learn about spirituality. I wanted to learn, 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 (laughs) learn, learn, learn. And it's really, for me, one of these earth shattering moments was this isn't a lack of power. I mean, this isn't a lack of knowledge. It's not that I don't have enough knowledge and if I get enough knowledge, I'll be able to use successfully or drink successfully. That's not my problem. My problem is that I'm absolutely 100% powerless over it. So yeah. I need to have a power. Yeah,
1: greater, greater myself. And I had no idea the extent that this disease had racked through my body and how it impacted everything. And and, and I didn't have to figure that out. I hear these people talking about their lives and how their the disease impacted their life and, and how they're working on this and working on that. And I'm like, oh, who cares? I'm just trying to stay off drugs at this point. And that's a cool thing. And I tell people, my sponsor, it's like, your only job, and this one was told to me, your only job is to not use. Don't pick up today. Get to your meeting. And when that becomes the new normal, when that's starts, you're starting to feel more comfortable with not using don't worry your God will bring the other stuff back in your life that you can work mm-hmm. on you know you'll work on that stuff when <laughs> the time is right right now yeah. your only job Michael is not to pick up and use and get to a meeting and I did that and I would go you know I remember fighting with my step my sponsor because I really wanted to start the step working process and he said no I would just want you to go into meetings and we'd go back and forth and when he finally said fine if you want to work the steps I was at the same point I was like fine if you don't want me to work the steps and so I didn't work the <laughs> steps and, and he just wanted me to get used to it He's um, my, my job was my goal was like you said was just to get enough knowledge, work these steps, work these damn 12 steps. And so I could use, figure out how to use successfully and move on. And he slowed me down and I got to hear, here, here. And I struggled so much with that second step and that third step. And he, and I was just like, you know, because I I misread that second step saying that, uh, a power greater in ourselves, uh, could restore us to sanity. I, I, I swear it said of, uh, we, we came to believe that a power greater in ourselves will restore us to sanity and I was like, "Will," you know, and, and all of a sudden halfway through my step working process, I realized it said, it's, uh, didn't say will, but it said could. Could. And, and, I, and it just hit me like a ton of bricks because I, because I didn't believe it. Um, but then I was just always like, the night when I realized it said could, I was like, well, you know, I, I can't say it won't. I'm not saying it's impossible. I suppose it could.
0: The smallest of beginnings that we yeah. make as it, we. It was just like, yeah, it was just right? an
1: acknowledgement. about the possibility The open mind is like okay, I suppose it could, and I remember getting in these like you know like like you know hey life goes on I still have you know issues right I I remember um, wait wait
0: wait, but you you've got twelve years of continuous. Sobriety, Michael, it has to be perfect at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh,
1: you know, it, it, oh God, I wish I could remember the quote, but, you know, me striving to be perfect because we all do is just me trying to not to, you know, is setting myself up for failure. I'm Correct. setting me up as God. Right. Um, but, I, you know, I'd have these arguments with my wife or whatever, and I'd be obsessing about it. And I'm like stuck in my head going over and over, trying to control the outcome because I can't control the outcome up there, out in the real world. So I'll try to control it up in my brain. And sure. it just becomes stuck in up there. And, and then I'm like, and I'm feeling, Insane, sick, and and I'm like, ah, I t- turning it over and t- talking to God. It won't work. Whatever, and I'm like, but it could. No, it won't. It might. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm having this internal. I'm like, and you're like, what do you have to lose? Try it. Probably won't, but it could. And so I'm like, I'm gonna be driving or something. And I'm like, okay, I'll turn off the music. And I'll pray. You know, I'll say a few words of my the God of my understanding. And, and lo and behold the obsession with, you know, like I, all of a sudden I'm not thinking about There's my quiet. argument. There's a, I get that quiet. That I get quiet. that quiet. That, I'm that restored to sanity. And, it, it, and it's not all the time, but enough of the time that it could. And yeah, sometimes it pops back up and I have mm-hmm. to do it over again. Mm-hmm. But that's an action. You're it's taking an, ac- an action. I'm taking right? an action. That's yeah. An the, action. These steps are action steps. And, and then, you know, and I got to the third step. And I remember calling my sponsor all the time. And I've gone through the steps, you know, not, not just once. And I, you know, I mm-hmm. keep working them. And, uh, but I get to the, that first time to go on a third step. And it's like, you know, um, we made a decision to turn our will and our life over the care of God as we understood him. And I, I'm, I'm calling him every other question. I'm just bitching and moaning and complaining. I'm like, God doesn't care about me. And, and you know, I'm just kind of yelling and screaming. And it's like, what am I going to become a marionette or something? And just like, this is some baloney. And, and I had, because I had no faith.
0: Yeah.
1: And, and I remember sitting there and I'm like, and I'm writing. You know, there's a power for me in writing. And I'm like, oh, yeah, like, God really cares about that bug that just got hit on it by a windshield in, in Iowa right now. And I remember writing that in my first third step, and then all of a sudden I'm like, but who says he doesn't? Maybe he does. I have no idea. That's beyond me.
0: That humility starts to set in a little bit. Like, maybe I don't know. Maybe I, maybe I don't know. And maybe that's okay. Maybe that's Okay. Maybe and maybe there's just a limited understanding of a God and or a higher power. And maybe that's OK, too. Yeah. And, and maybe and, it's OK not to know. You know and I, Maybe it's OK just to maybe try it as an experiment. And it sounds like that's, you know, that's yeah. what I did. I said, all right, I'm going to just run an experiment because at this point I had tried everything else. And so I'll just run this experiment. Yeah. And it doesn't work, right? Mm-hmm. it doesn't work.
1: No, you know it's, and, and you know my sponsor told me, and, I, and I'm, a, I, I have a new sponsor now, and I've been working with for now three years. And my first sponsor told me he's like, because you know I really struggled, and he's just like, you know maybe it's enough about turning your will in your life, over that you call me every day still, that you read your daily meditation, that you go to meetings. And that you're working these steps maybe that's enough maybe it doesn't have to be because that's turning your will over the you know that that's that's the the, the care of god you know that's turning your will in your life over the care of god as you understand maybe that's enough That's all you have to understand that you're you know doing this now and uh and that was enough to begin with now it's grown and expanded i mean i've had some of i've had some of the most intense um Spiritual experiences that I could ever hope to imagine. You know, I was at this conference con- convention in Wisconsin a, a few years ago, and and um, I'm in the I'm in the bathroom after an early morning speaker, and there's this dude there in the bathroom, and I've seen it at a couple of the workshops. I'm like, who is this joker? You know, and I'm like, you know, I'm judging, and I'm like, whatever. And so we're we're you know when we're we're doing our thing, we're taking a piss, and and all of a sudden he starts talking to me. And I go, okay, well we, we can talk while we're peeing. That's fine. And we get done peeing. And he's continuing to talk to me. So we're sitting there in the bathroom washing our hands. We're continuing to talk, and we're kind of connecting. And he's sharing some things. He's like, oh, I only got three days clean. And we really kind of, we connect. And so we give each other a hug. And you know, people walk in, and only at a recovery convention, only in a recovery convention, only, can you yeah. walk into a bathroom and have two guys hanging <laughs> up on each other, and it's perfectly normal, <laughs> and so right? And, and and nobody even bats no, an eye. No, no one bats an eye. <laughs> I know. So we, you know, we connect, and this this first time. So, and then we kind of get to the main speaker of the night, and there's this voice in my head. and There's over a thousand people in that room. He's just like, you know, go find guy. That's his name. Go find guy. I'm like you know, there's a thousand people I'm never going to find guy in here right. it's like go find guy and i don't know why that I heard that voice to go find guy. And I'm not talking about a booming voice from mm-hmm. out there or even a subtle voice from out there. There was something within me that says, go find guy. And that's what I'm learning in this. I, that little voice, you know, that little voice that told me not to break in those houses, Bingo. that little voice that told me uh, not to steal that lady's purse, right. that, that little voice that told me to, to find guy. I'm beginning as I work the strep- steps to listen to that little voice better and more often. And so, and so I get up, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go find guy. And I walk around, and there he is in the back. Really easy to find. I'm like, hey. He's like, hey. And he has this forlorn look. It's during the clean time countdown, and he has forlorn look. I'm like, hey, what's going on? He's like, I lied. I lied in the bathroom. I'm like, what do you mean you lied in the bathroom? He's like, I only got two days. And I look at him. I hu- and I smile and I hug him. I'm like, dude, you got two days, man. You got two you got days. Two
0: days. You don't just have two days, dude. You have two you days. You got two days, and I'm so
1: excited for him. Yeah. And I'm like, and, and he's like, and he's looking at me, uh, and he's like, and I'm like, I'm not gonna leave you alone. And I didn't, you know. I didn't realize the impact of those words, and he shared with me later a few times. Like I said, we connected because we got you know. He's like, when you told me that I wasn't going to leave you alone, you're not. I'm not going to leave you alone. He, I believed you, and I stayed with him. And then all of a sudden, um, they got down, the clean down countdown to clean downtown And then this dude that he knew kind of came by, swooped him up, and took him to the front. He was the one who had the least amount of clean time in that room. He got a and and so he got a basic text. But the next day, I, I'm about to leave. And so again, it's like, I'm listening to that voice, but the spiritual experience I had comes later because I'm, I'm, I'm about to leave. I'm like, you know what? Let's just go look at the merch. I'm like, I ah, don't have any money. I ah, just go look, go in. I'm like, oh, I'm going to go in and look. And I run into the guy again. He's like, Mike, I just had the, I, you know, thank you. You know, I really, you know, you know what happened? I, and I went up and, and I, and they didn't have a basic text. So they swooshed me up to this room and there's a person there. And he's like, you know what? Um, my, one of my sponsees died like last year. And their, mo- their parents, and they are young, uh, wanted to give, give something back to the fellowship because, um, and I said, You can't, we're fully self supporting, seven tradition stuff. Right. And, and they said, Well, what can we do? And he's like, Well, you could buy a bunch of basic texts and I can give them away. And so they inscribed this little thing. And so Guy got one of these books inscribed by this parent, you know, these fa- this family about the program and And so we connected in that morning, I'm like, like, maybe this is why I'm supposed to go back to the merch to look. We say goodbyes, We change phone, exchange phone numbers. And I'm back at back in Minnesota. He's in Wisconsin somewhere, Appleton maybe. and and uh, about a month goes by, and I'm like, oh, I should call guy. And uh, I'm like, ah, oh, he doesn't want to hear from me right because that's my own kind of, of like that you know like yeah. you know it's like that's always the same thing about my sponsor my sponsor doesn't want to hear from me right. or source yep. doesn't want to hear yep. from me my yep. well, yep. guy doesn't want to hear from me just right. call guy and so I call him and he picked up the phone he's like he's like, Mike I'm so glad you called I was almost about to use and I'm like yeah. so we talked wow. we talked and I hang up the phone and I'm overcome and I'm just like and I call my sponsor, and I'm crying. I'm like, "Dude, I did not sign up for this shit. Right. You know right. what for the real. fuck is going on, man? This is some bullshit, dude. I did not sign up for that. And Me right. and my sponsor, it's my new sponsor, and we're and I'm just crying, and he's crying with me because we realize that, you know, from how I see it, is God. That, that, that's a you know the call the God moment. It's just like I'm just moment. listening, and it's just like, yeah. and I just felt this, you know, I, part of my recovery was. Um, you know, as I mentioned, you know, I was sexualized at a young age and, and exposed porn, and I had no idea that I was going to have to deal with it. I didn't want to deal with it. And, and, uh, and I heard a speaker sharing, because this stuff was buried deep, and, and uh, she talked about her incest. And, and it's just like, oh, my gosh. And then all of a sudden, these feelings started flooding back. And I, and I did a lot of work around it and mm-hmm. continuing to do a lot of work around it. Mm-hmm. And I was at my lowest moment and uh, thinking that, you know what, I will never find any relief. I will never find any relief. And I finally got honest with God and and I said, I think this is bigger than you. And I and I and I broke down and, and it was through this step because I didn't even think about that. It was in well, I can't remember which step I was writing on. And it so was the second time through and I was writing and and then, and and I and I, and I and I and all of a sudden I wrote, you know, I don't believe that God can remove this. I think it's bigger than God. And what does that mean for my whole recovery? And I'm scared. Mm. And I was like, oh, my gosh, where did that come from? And I dropped the pen. Mm -hmm. And and in that moment, I reached, I I, I just said, God, I'm scared. I think, is this really big? And in that moment of honesty, I, I, I surrendered, finally surrendered. I couldn't fight anymore. And I felt, the only thing I can say is I felt this spiritual embrace, that I was hugged. You know, I was hugged. And... It wasn't by any person, but I felt okay. You know, so that third step for me is just such a, an amazing thing that turning my will in my life over to care of, that I'm in the care of a higher power. And from where I came from, where when I you know, I'm back to where I was when I was a little kid, yeah. knowing that I was safe, knowing that I was cared for. Through all the hell that we I went through, and to know that I'm okay again. And that, regardless of what happens, because stuff doesn't happen always according to my, you know, what I want. You know, things that work. I remember a few years ago that, like, the rug was pulled out from under me, and uh, and and I, I put in a lot of work to try to save the day, for lack mm-hmm. of a better word. And y'all kept on telling me you're responsible for the effort, not the outcome. And I'm like, yeah, but if I put in the work, mm-hmm. I yeah, deserve the outcome's outcome. going to be the good that what you want. Mm-hmm. That's and the reward. That's the reward. And the outcome wasn't. The outcome was the exact same when the rug was pulled out for me. But along the way, I made some really good connections. I learned a hell of a lot about how the state works. And I was okay. I was okay.
0: You know, you talked about that voice, Michael, and I love it because there's this sort of anecdote, and I'm a fan of uh, the Joe and Charlie tapes. Um, here I go with tapes again. <laughs> but I listened to them on my smart. Telephone Mm -hmm. these days. They have a story about God. You know, uh, well, we're gonna hide. We're gonna hide God so man can't find it, right? And and the three wise men. Well, we'll hide it on the tallest mountain. There's no way he'll find it. They say, but you know, man, he'll climb and he'll search and he'll climb and he'll find it. Okay, I got an idea. The other guy says. says, well, we'll hide it in the lowest, deepest cave. On this earth. There's no way he'll look for it there. Ah, but you know, man, he'll dig and he'll search and he'll dig and he'll search. He'll find it. He says, I know where we can put it, where he'll never find it, where he'll never dare to look. We'll put it deep down within himself. That's where we'll put the fundamental idea of God. Hmm. He'll never look there. Yeah, yeah. wow. And that to me is absolutely correct. Cause when you talked about that story, that amazing story that nearly brought me to tears that you didn't want to call that guy because who wants to hear from me?
1: Yeah.
0: And you ended up getting the great, one of the greatest gifts in your recovery. I have to imagine it happened to me last weekend. I'm coming out of a recovery yoga uh, which I love. I'm tired, and okay? I'm tired. <laughs> right? It's an hour and a half, brother. It's not mm. only physically demanding, but you know, there's a, there's a lot of spiritual work that goes in it too. So I'm just tired, mm-hmm. right? I'm feeling good, but I'm tired. And I want to go home, and I want to. You know what I want to do? The kids are at mom's, right? I want to watch some Amazon Prime. Okay, I want to finish up my podcast episode. I don't want to go to bed. That's what I want to do. Mm. Okay. And I get a text from a friend in recovery who says, oh, can you, can you run the 730 meeting? Hmm. And it's like 715 and it's a bleeping blizzard. And I'm in St. Paul and this is in Cottage Grove. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't. Right. Michael, I don't want to. Yeah. I don't <laughs> I understand. want to. Yeah. Right. I don't want to. Yeah. But that's not what I did because the thing and the voice inside said, ask, ask her if you should go. So I texted her back and said, do you want me to go check? And I was hoping, please say no, please say no, please say no, please say no, please mm-hmm. let me off the hook, you know? And she's like, yeah, that'd be great. Ah, oh, crap. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so I'm driving, you know, and I, and, and, and I pass the exit that's normally to my house, like looking at it longingly, like this is where I want to go is home, but I'll keep driving. It was like something else was driving me. And I'm rounding the corner of the parking lot just praying that no cars are there so I can go home. Because, hmm. Michael, I'm tired. Right. And there's a car there I don't recognize. And I pull up. The person rolls down their window and he says, uh, hi. I said, hi, um, you here for the meeting? And he says, yeah, this is my first meeting. Mm-hmm and she's he's all of 22 23 just looks broken Mm -hmm. and lost and scared yeah Oh, absolutely (laughs) and i turned out the lights i opened up the hall and we had one of the best Mm. first step meetings i have ever had in my entire life (laughs) and 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 it was a gift yeah now i don't want to go but i got to go got to go i got to and that's what this program does yeah. for me. That's what it does. Yeah. It makes me. It, it allows me to do things that are outside of myself for people. And I don't even know why I made that choice, Michael. I can't tell you. Besides that, I listened to that voice that was inside of me. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm used to, I'm used to quieting that voice. I'm used to telling it to go shut up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And now I'm starting to listen to it a little bit, and the gifts that come out of that are. Are are you can't I can't quantify them. You know I was up
1: in uh, Sartell, Minnesota a couple years ago, and I and uh, I'm kind of and I was was asked to share it at this event, and so I'm driving up there, and my 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 sponsor I have now said, you know, there's everybody has the same experience when they share their story. You know, there's a story they want to share, there's a story they do share, and then there's a story they wish they had shared. Yeah, right. On the way back, and so so I'm driving up there, and. Like okay, I'm kind of get my mind together about what I'm going to share, and and um, you know out, it's going to be a generic share, you know, my my use and my you know step work and my you know what it was like, what happened what it was like, ha- and and it was you know I shouldn't say generic, but it, was, it is what it was, and and I get up there, and I've been working on the steps uh, another time through, and I'm working on the kind of my past and 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 um, you know the what I would say the core, you know, one of the things I, I you know learned, and um, you know you were mentioning before when I stopped asking why. You know, I was like, "Why am I this way?" Why? It's like, you know, all of a sudden I start getting better, and 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 I stop. You know, but the step work guy step work has helped me learn who I was and and how I clicked, and and I had come off in, in, in being being in recovery, but I've awfully come awfully darn close to. Uh, sabotage and ruining the life that I have. You know, in my recovery, you know, now I'm, I'm a father of a, a daughter now, and then my recovery, I have a beautiful son and daughter. I'm learning how to be a, a parent. I'm involved. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a good husband. But at the core of my disease, you know, feeling lo- loathsome and, and this and that, that, um, that I, I want um, positive uh, female attention. And I'm like a kid in a crack house that if I get that positive female attention, I might just, you know, start using Right. And I and I and I had a recent episode, like before I went up to Sartell a couple of months ago, where I, what started off as har- harmless flirtation started moving down a dangerous way that I wasn't comfortable with. But finally, I got honest about it before anything actually happened. And my my my, my sponsor said, you cannot go back to that grocery store.
0: And before you go back to that grocery
1: store, you know you got it. You you got to call me. And I'm like, ah. so I did, and I filed that. But so I'm going up to Sartell, and I'm like, you know, I'm just going to tell this, just a, you know, my, my story. And another story came out, and it was a story about um, my addiction and how it played in my life uh, in a sexual way, um, in terms of f- seeking uh, approval. You know, I'm not, I'm not going through my sex life, but I am just seeking approval mm-hmm. and the danger that that comes to and then how the step work has kind of enlightened me to these things. And, and, and I'm just kind of sharing and I, and I, and, 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 and it comes to a, a, an end, you know, um, and I'm kind of in my mind driving home. I'm like, ah, oh, not really sure where that came from. Mm-hmm. I mean, it came from me, but I'm like, ah, oh, that's not certainly not the story that I was supposed to share. Mm-hmm. I was supposed to share today, mm-hmm. but it is what it is, and I'm feeling a little bit embarrassed because it's not stuff I was Expose, used to talk. Sort Expose, of raw, like, yeah, right? Yeah, vulnerable, vulnerable. I'm like, I can't believe I was just, just shared that shit, and and um, and a couple months later, I'm at the convention, Minnesota convention, and this guy was there, um, who I'd seen around. You know, he'd been around for a while. He's like, hey, Mike, and I'm like, hey. Um, he's like, can we talk? Sometime, I'm like, yeah. You know, I was like, actually, I'm sh- I was asked to share on ele- 10, 11, 12. Um, why don't you come and we can talk after that? He's like, oh, yeah, that's great. I got nothing. I'll come listen to talk 10, 11, 12. And uh, so we get, I get done sharing, and, and, um, and then we go talk. He's like, Mike, yeah, I was in Sartell that night. I was like, yeah, I know. He's like, thank you. And then he proceeded to tell me his story. And he's like, "There, you're the. There's only one other person who knows this in the rooms, and that's my sponsor. And I just want to thank you, right? And it's just like when we share, when we share our honest truth, when we share that, we don't know who it's going to impact. And and you it, know, and you I don't,
0: gave that gift. He he, did, he then he felt he, like he wasn't alone. Like, oh my God, I'm not alone. I'm not oh alone. My God, oh my God, I'm gosh. not alone. There's
1: another person, and. You know, just like the, these other people have the courage to share something, like just like the, the girl who shared about her experience, and I'm like, whoa, and it kind of clicked in my head. What it was it was just like, you know, and I've you know, I've come back and I've, I thanked that woman um, about so, you know you you may not you may not know it, but thank you. Just like this guy at this convention, he's and we we had this long conversation. We are forever connected now. Yeah, you know, he's up in northern Minnesota. I'm down here in the Twin Cities. We are forever connected. I'm forever connected to Guy. Right, right. It doesn't right. matter what happens. We Never, are forever right. connected because we connected at the heart. We're connected by God, and and uh, you know I, I've had these little, exp- these not just little, experiences, these experiences that I, I just got to get out of the way, yeah. and uh, it's not easy. It's not always um, the smoothest, um, but I gotta get, I get out of the way. You know, it's scary, right? Oh, yeah, it's scary. I, you know, I, when I first got clean. Um, so I I was working in a a recovery high school. I work Mm -hmm. in a recovery high school. I work with uh, young people, high school students who are in recovery, and 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 I'm actively using, but I don't really know. Kind of, I'm not. I'm not really sure about what I do. It's on the weekends. It's after school. I think I got it handled. This is a part of. I just like yeah. This my this is my professional world, and this is my private world, and the two are mutually exclusive, and everything is fine. Correct. And I get clean, and I'm like. I'm like, well, I can't go to the, some meetings because that's where the kids are, blah, blah, blah. Right. And I'm like, well, what are they going to do with a teacher that only has, at this recovery school, only has 60 days? And I right. was so filled with, like, shame. My sponsor's was like, it'll happen when it happens, and so on and so forth. And, and, um... I'm celebrating six months or nine or nine months, six months or nine months, and and I really wanted to present. He, you know, it was really important to me for people to present my cleanup. He said, you know, at that and and he's like, well, we can go to. The, I can't go to that meeting. He's like, why? not? I'm like, because there's a lot of my students there. Mm-hmm. He's like, it'll be okay. That's the only if we're if I'm going to present, that's the only time. And uh, and he's like, I know you are scared. I know you're scared. And. Uh, but it'll be okay, you just have to trust the process. And so I went, and it was okay, you know, and and the the students hugged me, they, like, right on, you know, and glad you're here, Um. and, and, and life went on. And and after I had about, and it's weird because people had uh, made inclinations because, like, a, you know, that wasn't like good in school, but, I, you know, one of the things that the um, being in the hospital taught me is that I need to show up. I need to do what I need it supposed to do. You know, I need to get out of bed at a certain hour. I need to clean myself. I need to put on clothes. I need to brush my teeth. I need to wash. I need to eat. You know, I need to take care of those just basic maintenance things. And I need to show up at my job. Right. Right. And I need to, you know, and I, um, and be responsible. And, um, And so I was good. I was a good worker. And so there's some things saying, oh, well, you know, Mike, you should be the director. And I'm still actively using it. And thank goodness I never became the director at that that point. Mm -hmm. But after about two and a half years of being in recovery, you know, um, my superintendent pulled me in. And it's like, have you ever thought about being a director of one of our programs? And I said, no. And and I'm like, "Nope, I'm not really interested. I love to teach. It's what I do. And Mm -hmm. I was like, well, I suppose if an opening happened, opened at the school that I'm at, I'd consider it. And about a month later, he's like, "We'd like to offer you the job of being the director." I'm like, mm, "I'm gonna have to think about it." <laughs> and he's like, and "He's like, really? I enjoyed what I did, and and and, right. and, and that was too much. That was too much. Yeah. I don't like to t- make. I, I don't like to talk to people. I don't really like. Paint. And it's like, in mm. that student sort of one-on-one. one-on-one, and and working in the classroom with just the kids, I'm good at. But all this yeah. stuff, that's not me. And uh, and I'm like, well, let me. Let me give you an answer like a week from you know, in a uh, week from you know today, with week from Thursday, and by the end of the week next Friday. And he said, "No, nope, you can tell me on Monday." And I'm like. Oh. I talked to someone, well, maybe I suppose supposed to. So that's what I did. And I learned how to grow in this position. And so now I'm the director of this recovery school. I've been the director for 10 years. Um, I'm good at what I do. Uh, you know, I, professionally, you know, and not that this, that, oh, you know, the, the, that, you know, people guarantee this, but it works, you know, but it's like, I'm, I'm not, I, I'm on the part of the executive council of the association of recovery schools, you know, this national organization that helps promote recovery schools. You know, I can't tell you how many times I've been to DC now to do advocacy work. I, you know, I do all these important, I get to do all these things that are important for young people in recovery to kind of help bring them to a place of at least a momentary peace. And I never expected. I was in Norway this year. People in Norway are like, we want to learn about recovery schools, and they. I went to Norway with my family. That is so just, cool. I mean, Yeah. Who? Whoever thought. Right. I was. I was right. supposed to. I wasn't right. even supposed to get out of Cleveland right. alive. <laughs> right. And it's now great. I'm going. Now here I'm going to Norway, and I'm going to DC. You know, and and it's not like, but I get to work with young people in recovery, and I don't. Where my life used to be so compartmentalized, you know, work, family. Right, Right. my use. Yep, just everything was compartmentalized. So I try to control in so many different ways. No one can know. No one can know. And just correct. Now my life just seems so connected. And I'm not one of these people who just shouts from the mountaintop. Oh yeah, I'm a person in long term recovery. Mm -hmm. That's not. You know, I don't. I believe in anonymity, and 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 I and I and and I honor that. But I love what the younger generation is doing. What they don't—they don't care. You know, they're telling everybody. Yep. I'm just not there yet, which yep. is okay. Yep. Um, but I get to. My life is—it's—it's it's whole, and it's not like the place I work is for my recovery. Um, I mean, I get to be of service even in my job. You know, my recovery happens outside of my of my workplace. Um, but when a young person is struggling, going through something. I may have, be able to share a little bit of my experience, strength, and hope, right. and let them know, right. you know that, hey, your only job right now is not to pick up and use. Right. And you haven't been doing that for 60-some-odd days. Way to, that's amazing. That's a big deal. And you know, because we
0: don't do that naturally. We don't do that that naturally. We we,
1: are natural is to use, use. you know, and that this disease wants us dead, and it'll settle for us high. Correct. And it's just like that's our natural. And you Mm -hmm. you've been going against that grain for now sixty some days or whatever it might be. And I'm like, right now, hon. I mean, right now, your only job is not to pick up and use. And when that becomes your new normal. When you become more comfortable in not using all this other stuff, you'll have an opportunity to take care of in its own time. You know, give yourself a break. You know, I didn't become addicted in one day.
0: We'll be right back with the second half of part two of Michael's interview for this week's edition of Recovery Revealed. Recent work with a sponsee on step 11 has brought back into focus the gravity and importance of a step that is 100% focused on a daily practice to grow spiritually in my own life and recovery. Sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. The language contained within the step itself emanates a dictate that despite what I want to have in my life, despite what I think I'm entitled to, and despite how good I think others may have it, the main goal of my spiritual journey is twofold. First, to improve the way I communicate with my higher power, which means asking for help or praying and listening or meditating. And second, that despite my natural inclination to think I should be, have, or feel a certain way or thing, ultimately, I have to continue to surrender to what God's will is for me, not mine, which is like a continual step three. In giving a book by Viktor Frankl, Man's Search for Meaning, to a friend in recovery, I am reminded this amazing book is a glorious lesson of transcendence, in the most adverse and trying conditions imaginable. This man, in a Nazi death camp, was able to be grateful, yes, grateful for his life, despite having to endure an existence impossible to fathom for you and I. Step 11, when I am truly applying the principle into my own life and recovery, gives me the tools to be able to transcend the gnawing, serenity-sucking problems and unmet expectations that crop up in my daily life, to truly be in a place of peace, serenity, and the gratitude unmatched in my 38 years on this planet. Now back to the second half of Michael's interview. I truly believe
1: that you know we are we are hardest on ourselves. Yeah. I am the most compassionate and loving person when it comes to my students. Compassionate and loving when it comes to my when my sponsees. When it comes to myself, I'll forget my keys in my car, and I'm the biggest dumbass <laughs> or my biggest dumbass in the world. <laughs> and it's just like no, no, mistakes happen. You know, thank goodness for the step work. Right. You know, because I never realized how angry yeah. I was towards this this caregiver. Yeah. How angry I was until I got to my fourth step, and it was my second time through the fourth step. I had mentioned it in this and that, but I, the 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 anger wasn't exposed. And thank goodness for that process. And and just because I expose it doesn't mean it goes away. And and, and you know you're right. You know the the steps only take us so far. You know. I need to go to a doctor for my medical issues. I need to go to a, a, a lawyer for my legal issues. Yes. If I got them, like, I need to go to a, you know some, a therapist for my, you know some psychological issues. And it's okay.
0: It's okay. And it's
1: okay. And I and I and I and I deserve um, wellness. Right. And um, and one of the greatest gifts, for good or for bad, is to feel to be to feel today. The good things, the, the indifferent things, and the bad things. If I don't, if I don't, if I try to cheat myself from like, those experiences of pain, like I don't want to feel. it, It's not like I'm searching it out, but if I run from it, I'm cheating myself of the life experience. You know, for so long I was part of the, what I call the Walking Dead. I was one of the shadow people. I didn't, I didn't exist in this world. Right. I was just there. I wasn't part of life. Mm-hmm. I ran from it every chance I got, which was all the time. And for me now to be a part of life, you know, I can be in a room or at a, out to dinner or whatever, and someone is sharing with me, and I can feel what they're feeling. I have empathy, you know. And and uh, some there's days that. Um, I am so overwhelmed by gratitude, and it has nothing to do with anything that's going on. All of a sudden, I just feel so grateful to be a part of life that the only thing that my body knows what how to do is to cry, and the only thing my mind knows how to do at that moment is to thank God.
0: Mm-hmm. It's just like... And amazing you say that, that give yourself a break, right? Like, uh, you know, the, one, of the, one of the sort of... And a lot of aha moments... Right. But I had the ability to, when I accepted, finally accepted my disease and my powerlessness, I also accepted that I needed to have some therapy. Yeah. Yeah. From a professional. Right. And that's a powerful tool as well. And and my therapist said, and she at Hazelden, which is great, uh, you know, sort of understood the recovery piece too right so that you know you talk about that connectedness and that spectrum so this therapy was really well integrated within you know the program that i was just starting to try to work and you know i had the similar trauma to you michael and it's funny you say that and i use funny in not the right context to be clear but um, i also had an experience with a cousin of a sexual nature when I was my mom was sick. She was sick, she was in the hospital for mm-hmm. extended periods toward the end. And so we'd have to go to our aunts and uncles in Gaylord, uh, Minnesota. And if you're from Gaylord, you call it Gaylord Just to be <laughs> clear. Gellard. That's good. Oh you're going to Geelord. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Now, now when I go to Gaylord, I You'll know how to, know. Say, it. Know to, how to, to say, say it. I don't know. Yeah. So extended stays there and um and I was um, sexually um, uh, traumatized at that yeah. at that at that time, and I was already in a vulnerable, just uh, scary place in my life at that point. Didn't know what was going to happen to mom and all these things, and then uh, uh, and this happened. And there's so many mixed emotions that come out of that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, God, what if a little bit of me like, got excited or kind of like, and and does Mm -hmm. that make me a bad, does that, is that, this awful, this is awful, And, and so she said, you know, maybe God looks at you, the, the, the whatever limited understanding that you have of a higher power, what if that happened to your son, how, how, what would you say? Oh. Yeah. And you would, and you would treat them with love and you would say, it's not your fault and it's okay. And it's okay. And it's going to be okay. And I know it hurts and I know it sucks, but it's going to be okay. Yeah. And you're going to get through it. It's going to be okay. And sometimes we need to say that to ourselves (sighs) because that's the way God feels, at least in my own understanding, as God says, it's going to be okay. And I know it hurts and I know it sucks. It sucks but it's going to be okay.
1: We, I, I I truly believe that, you know, we are we are hardest on ourselves. Yeah. I am the most compassionate and loving person when it comes to my students, compassionate and loving when it comes to my when my sponsees. When it comes to myself, I'll forget my keys in my car and I'm the biggest dumbass, <laughs> or my biggest dumbass in the world. <laughs> and it's just like, no, no, I mean, mistakes happen. Right. And, you know, I never, you know, you brought up that with your son. You're right. We would treat them with compassion and we need to treat ourselves with compassion because, um we deserve love and care too. But, you know, I never realized how young I was when I f- was first exposed to porn, to porn with m- with, mm-hmm. with my care from the caregiver who used it as a, a as a tool f- to get me to do things, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and it was a, it was a, it was a punishment and a reward mm-hmm. until my son became like seven years old. And I was like, Oh my gosh.
0: Oh, oh my God. Oh my God.
1: Right. If, and if someone, and if, the, the, if someone was to expose him my to that. My child. My child. I was, that, that little boy. This, that little boy. Right. Little boy. Little boy. Because that was me. Right. I was a little you were boy. Right. And, and, the, and, the, and the damage it did, you know, thank goodness for the step work. Right. You know, because I never realized how angry yeah. I was towards this, this caregiver. Yeah. How angry. Angry I was until I got to my fourth step, and it was my second time through the fourth step. I had mentioned it and this and that, but the 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 anger wasn't exposed. And thank goodness for that process. And and just because I expose it doesn't mean it goes away. And 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 you know you're right. You know the the steps only take us so far. You know. I need to go to a doctor for my medical issues. I need to go to a, a, a lawyer for my legal issues. Yes. If I got them, I need to go to a, you know some a therapist for my, you know some psychological issues. And it's okay. And it's okay. And it's okay. And I and I and I and I deserve um, wellness. Right. And um, and I'm uh, worthy of that. I'm worthy of yeah. that because I I never I didn't feel like that when I was growing right. up. I wasn't worthy of anything. Right. The only thing I was worthy of was getting one more. Correct. In any way possible, Right. and and that was all I was worthy of, um, and now I'm worthy of so much more. You know, um, it's amazing. Again, it doesn't mean my life's perfect, and of course it's not. You know, life still shows up. Life it gets is kind of lifey
0: at times. It comes kind of <laughs> lifey at times. I mean,
1: hell, you know, people. I remember 18 months clean, and you know, one of my, our dearest, one of our dearest family friends died. Right, and I was devastated. Yeah, devastated, and I'm. Call my sponsor, and he's and 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 he's you know helping me through, and he's just like Mike. Isn't it amazing that you could care so much about someone that you would feel this way about them when they're gone? And isn't it what a gift that you're allowing yourself to feel? Because you know there was a time in the past you've lost people before. I'm Like yeah, how did you feel? Not much.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Not mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. No, I would control how I felt by what I was putting in my system. Bingo! And then one of the greatest Bingo. gifts, for good or for bad, is to feel to be to feel today the good things, the not, the indifferent things, and the bad things. Mm-hmm. If I don't, if I don't, if I try to cheat myself from uh, those experiences of pain, like I don't want to feel, it's not like I'm searching it out, but if I run from it. I'm cheating myself of the life experience. You know, for so long, I was part of what I call the walking dead. I was one of the shadow people. I didn't didn't exist in this world. Right. I was just there. I wasn't part of life. Mm -hmm. I ran from it every chance I got, which was all the time. And for me now to be a part of life, you know, I can be in a room or at a, out to dinner or whatever and someone is sharing with me and I can feel what they're feeling. I have empathy, you know, and, and uh, some, there's days that, um, I am so overwhelmed by gratitude, and it has nothing to do with anything that's going on. All of a sudden, I just feel so grateful to be a part of life that the only thing that my body knows what how to do is to cry, and the only thing my mind knows how to do at that moment is to thank God. Mm-hmm. It's just like I never... I came into the rooms of recovery just to stop using long enough so I could be in my son's life. That's it. I had no other indication um, with anything else. And I'm calling my sponsors like, I didn't sign up for this shit. Right. Right. But I'll tell you, I wouldn't trade it in for anything. The friends I have today, I'm active in their life. I'm a part of their lives. They count on me. You know. And, for and they
0: the, mean something. They really they mean something. something.
1: You know, I'm, I'm a productive member of society, taxpayer, so on and so forth. But I got, church, I got keys to this church. You know, and I can go in and out of this, these churches and rooms and like work and like, I, I you know, I handle cash a, a lot. You know, we have these fundraisers at work, at my work to raise money and, you know, I'm sitting on all this stuff right. and they are not going to be on my ninth step. Right. 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 <laughs> you know, and it's not because I'm going to have to make amends for it, but you know, yeah, right. I'm not going to be on that. You know, I remember going to this, ba- going this basketball court and probably way over time, but and there was a there's a authentic NBA leather basketball in this gym and i'm in i'm in recovery and i got a f- couple few years and I wanted it. Yeah. I deserved it. Yeah. I love to play basketball. I never knew I liked to play basketball. Something my recovery brought to me, just like I never knew I loved riding motorcycles. But my, some of my recovery, I, you know, I get to learn what I like. I love country music. Who knew? Isn't that right? amazing? I, I, I love it. And it's just like, and, and no one's going to make fun of me because I like, you know, this backwoods, like, crazy country music. <laughs> but it's just like, it's who I am, you know? That's right. And, and and it's like, but I see this basketball and I want it, I'm like, no, dude. Mm-mm, you're in recovery now you don't be stealing right. and and so I, and i leave and i'm like ah and i call my sponsor i'm like really want this bag well it's not yours i'm like i know and i'm just telling you and that's what we do we just share mm-hmm. and it's not there's no judgment it's right. just like we share and so we don't have to act out that's it's right. as simple as that simple that's as, right. as the same message of when i got it came so, into the rooms Share when you want to use because there if you, you share go. about it, you probably it loses lose its power. It, it loses its power yeah. when I keep when I keep it on inside or I think I got this. As soon as I think I got this, I'm getting it's myself over. in trouble. <laughs> it's over it's over and I get become locked and loaded. But and so I come back the next week, we play basketball, and there's the basketball again. I'm like, oh, see? No one brought it. No one came in and right. took it. It's clearly, no it, it, clearly, clearly, wants this. no one wants right. it. It's mine. <laughs> I'm like, no, dude, it's not yours. Not. And I leave and I'm talking to my sponsor again. He's like, ah, well, you know, uh, And uh and I get back to the third day, you know, this next week, and it's gone. So I
0: think your sponsor must be part of the Peanuts parents gang. Yeah. The way that you yeah, and catch. so it's like you know, and it's not there, and it's like thank goodness. It's like,
1: you know, today when I see myself in the mirror. I'm pretty happy with what I see. Yeah. You know, I might not be the best looking guy and I still got the pop marks from the, the acne I have. And, you know, now when I get a pimple, I don't shy away from it. I'm like, oh, but at least it like, keeps me looking young, and, yeah, right. you know, and, and it's like, I mean, I am who I am, but it's like, I'm alone with money that's not mine often. And I've never taken a dime. Right. Um, and this is someone who used to break into houses to take whatever they wanted.
0: This is now sort of this chasm that you know I related to in terms of the person that I had become versus the person I thought I might be able to be was so big, yeah, so big, and I hated myself. Hated, hated. I'm closer today to that person, and I'm far away. Okay, and I'm far away, and I don't even know. You know, more is to be revealed. For Absolutely me, right, but I feel like I'm closer today to that person that God would have me to be than I ever thought possible, and that to me is the miracle for me of recovery. <sighs> that I God, the God of my understanding has brought me far closer to that person than I ever thought possible, and that's a and that's that's a, that's a, that, uh, a miraculous. Change. It is miraculous.
1: I mean, I was someone who loved to use, loved it. I was someone who always wanted to be loaded. And the simple message was keep coming back, don't use, share about when you want to. For me now the desire has been lifted from me. That doesn't mean I'm immune to it. I can easily walk walk right back into it. I'm you know I'm in, I'm in Austin, Texas this past summer it's for some, you know, hit Austin. You know, I'm I'm driving the super shuttle. I'm always the last person dropped off whenever I get in a super shuttle. I don't know what it is, but I, and we're going by this we're going by this dive bar. And I love dive bars. Oh, they're yeah. my they're favorite. Just disappear and yep. be part of the barflies, you yep. know. You know, and hunched over and it's mm-hmm. just it's it's my element. Was and, and I'm like, oh,
0: and we can romanticize, romanticize, right. right? Oh, oh absolutely. Man. Oh, so
1: it's, it's, you know, it's yep. just like the movie, butterfly. How right. romantic, right? right? Yep. And yep. it's like, and I'm like, oh, wouldn't it be nice? And it's just a fleeting moment, glimpse, but I could go there. And now I share about. it. I'm like, yeah, you know, I went by a dive bar and I thought about, wouldn't it be nice? And I play the tape all the way through. Probably not. And I go to a meeting.
0: Right, and I know, share in about Austin, it.
1: Texas. I share about it. I'm in Austin, Texas. I get to meet new people. Right, and it's it's just kind of my new mode of operation. I heard some great things, and and I, you're right. I'm I'm closer to. Th- I'm who I'm supposed to. Be. I am who I'm supposed to be as God intended to me be today, and what that looks to like tomorrow or next year is going to be very different because, gosh. A year ago, two years ago, I was different. And when I share my story, a lot of my story stays the same, but new elements come in because I'm, it seems like I continue to work on some things, you know? Um, my wife used to walk along around eggshells because she didn't know when I was going to blow up. Sure. And I use my anger and my voice- As a weapon? As a weapon all the time. And whenever I do, I become the bad guy and I feel like shit, and then I use. Yeah, and then it's just like, and I feel like shit. And, and I might not use, but I might go with self-destructive behaviors or whatever it might be. And you know what? I get to work on that today. I'm not, I'm not using my voice as a weapon nearly as much. My wife will be the first person to say that she does not walk along on eggshells. We have a we have a great relationship today. You know what's still getting better. I didn't know what intimacy was. And Real intimacy. Int- and I'm not talking right. about intimacy having sex. Right. I mean to- sharing about, talking about what I want. What my desires are, what I like, what I don't like, sharing from the heart. Being vulnerable. Being vulnerable, saying, I hurt, or you, that when you said that, that hurts me. Mm-hmm. Um, being, and, and I learned how to do that in the rooms right. with my friends in recovery because right. they didn't reject me.
0: Right. You know, it was a safe place. It was a safe place.
1: And so I learned that, hey, maybe I can share these things with my wife. And and I do, and our our relationship has has been is deeper than you know, and, and we're more in love today than we were, and and that doesn't mean as we're like lovey dovey all the time. Gosh, we're you know we're a relationship,
0: right? We have a hardship. Like it's reality. It's reality. Yeah. Um, you know, it's funny you say you didn't come into the rooms expecting all of this, right? No. Right? Yeah, very much the same way. Sort of, you know, uh, my wife at the time, uh, and we're divorced now. um... I was just going so that she wouldn't divorce me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's why I went. And I cried like a baby in that counselor's office and ended up surrendering to my disease, which was not in the plans. <laughs> not in the plans. That was not <laughs> in the plans, Michael. But it. But that's, that's exactly what happened. And that counselor asked me, what do you want to get out of this? And I want to know why. I want to know why, why I'm like this. Why? why? Why me? Why? And she's like... It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And um, the gift of recovery for me early on, and the miracle of it was because my wife decided, my, my now ex-wife decided to leave, which seemed like the worst thing you could do to a human being at the time. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just trying to get better and you're going to leave. Yeah. Right? And it seemed like the worst thing. Mm-hmm. In, in a lot of ways, it was the best thing. Yeah. And here's why. I had to then reach out. I had to. I had to share openly in meetings. I had to be vulnerable. I had to connect. I had to reach out to a God that I didn't even know or understand. I had to do that because I, I, was, I didn't know what else to do. I couldn't continue to drink and use. I couldn't. Yeah. But I didn't know how to live without it. And I didn't have a... I had nothing. But I had this program. And so oh. I, I, I I, just started doing stuff that was scary and, and reaching out to people and being honest and being vulnerable and being helpful and being of service and doing things my sponsor told me to do. And I came out the other side. And, and like a year later... Sort of, I had this sort of head down mode, like, you know, work through the steps and just do the next right thing. And, you know, and I came out of this and I have a host of friends that I really love and care for and oh. that really love and care for me. Yeah. And I have um, uh, the ability to be a sponsor and mm. I am a sponsee mm-hmm. and I have a relationship with my children I never thought I would have. Yeah. And I, I, these are all amazing gifts Right, that I don't think I would have if life was any different, and so I'm grateful. I'm grateful.
1: Yeah. you look at my friends, and it's like we're different, you know. One of my best friends, I was on the phone with him a couple times a day. One of my best friends, A, he's older than me. He's what 50-something, and uh, he's a redneck from Kentucky, and I'm a and I'm a and I'm, I'm, a, and I'm a Jewish kid from Cleveland. Right, right. we couldn't be more different, right. you know. But we love each other. Yeah, and you know he's one of my he's my you know he's one of my best friends. You yeah. know, I, it's funny. I used to always tell myself, man, don't don't hang out with them speed freaks. Don't you know they're they're unpredictable. You know, those, mm, mess, <laughs> you know. Uh, uh, uh. And it's like my best friends were meth heads. Yeah, you know. Yeah. It's just like it's yeah. it's I every mean, recovery, yeah. of course. Right, but it's just like male, female, young, old. Okay. It's like well, you know, one of my one of my dear confidants it's like this 22 year old girl and it's not like i'm sharing like you know crazy you know like and doing anything inappropriate like treading boundaries yet? but it's like we talk about god and higher power stuff and and and, and she's one of my she's one of my biggest cheerleaders yes. and i'm one of her biggest cheerleaders right. and it's just like we we form these connections and friendships that who knew are you kidding who freaking knew for real you know for real and yep. uh, for real I, I hated people i mean that's not true i mean yeah it is yeah it is i tried dealing a couple times and i was miserable at it you know i, I would get everything and then i would want why are they calling me, right. leave, me, <laughs> leave, me just leave me alone leave me alone, <laughs> leave, me alone. <laughs> leave me alone i was like that way too like I was, I was like well i'm terrible at this and <laughs> so i'm not gonna do it anymore and um you know and it's just like but i I I didn't know. I was like my first conventions. I was so scared. I had. I was like, I gotta go. I gotta yeah. go. I can't do this. Yeah. My sponsor's like, why? And I'm like, I don't know what to say. When I'm in the when I'm in the workshops, I'm fine. But after this, with all these people, uh,
0: this the anxious. The anxious. Yeah. He's like,
1: he's just just stay with me. We'll meet here every after everything. And and I was like, oh well, that's pathetic. But I did it. Right. You know, I right. did it and I stayed. Right. And I stayed long enough to experience the clean time countdown, something I'd never experienced before. And I was like, holy moly, there's some some crazy shit going on right now. And I want to be a part of it, you know, and he always uh, makes a point of he's like, I got to see you every year at these conventions. And it's just so amazing what you do now, compared to that person when you first came to these conventions, you know, you were like. Mr. Social Butterfly. I'm like, yeah, up until about ten o'clock in the night because then I'm done. I just want my milkshake. <laughs> and I, want, pumpkin, I just yeah. want to go get my milkshake and I want to go to bed, right. and uh, because I'm tired. Because I'm still an introvert, yeah, right? Yeah. People still exhaust me. Me too. But that self-centeredness, where like everybody, I think everybody's judging me. That I don't have, because because they're thinking about me and 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 and, and so I would never say anything and, and I would just kind of shrink into that corner and so no one would pay attention. I didn't want anyone to pay attention. Maybe so I thought everybody's judging me. That's a that's a core of self-centeredness that people are thinking about me. They ain't thinking about me. They're thinking about themselves. What a beautiful place to be in a room where everybody's thinking about themselves and not about me.
0: I know. Right? <laughs> exactly. If you somebody told me if you knew it's a pretty common saying, but it seemed earth shattering to me at the time. If you only knew how little other people. Actually he thought, thought about, you, about you. You wouldn't worry about it. Yeah. You like I, literally would never worry about it. And I did like the self test on that, and I'm like, that makes sense because I don't think I'm about not. think about it. i am not looking right? at this person and judging them, or <laughs> you know, I? like, oh my gosh, that can't, person can't right. dance. I'm like, fuck, I don't you fuck, know I'm, what? I'm, I'm, I about I'm, me. If
1: I go on that dance floor, people right. are gonna laugh at me. Right. No one's laughing no. at me. People are dancing with That's me. Right. You know, so right. and, and I'm not a good dancer.
0: And I think about me a lot. Oh yeah, I like to think about myself most of the time. I'm thinking about you, brother. Yeah.
1: Oh, absolutely. So
0: self-centered as all hell we,
1: we are we're self-centered and the best way to get out of that self-centeredness is service right is being of service I was at a, a banquet and I, and, uh, and and all and it was early, again kind of early in my recovery and I don't know when And I was with my sponsor my sponsee brothers and I'm at this table and something happened and I just sucked into myself and I became miserable and I just wanted to leave and then this uh, girl came up to me and uh, her name is Amy Amy N, and and she's like hey can you do me a favor I said, "What that?" Because I was about to leave.
0: Yep. Like I'm, I'm good. I'm gone. I'm gone. Yeah, I'm, all, I'm, gone. Yeah. I'm done. I'm not, gonna have, I'm not that. gonna have dinner. Yep. But I was just
1: like, I just want to get out of yep. here. She's like, "Can you do something for me?" I'm like, "Yeah, what's that?" She's like, "Can you cut these str- strings of yarn for me about yay big, you know, arm's length?" I'm like, "Yeah, I can do that." And so I start cutting these yarn, and I, and I just keep cutting and keep cutting, and and then she's like, and she comes back over, and she's like, "Oh, thanks. That's probably enough." And and just that simple act, I got out of my head. Yeah. And then later on, you know, after the main speaker, we all, everybody grabbed one of those tr- s- yarns, and we, and, and we all c- held on to an end. And the whole theme was that we were connected. That was a the whole theme. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, holy shit. Because cool. it was kind of cool. But then all of a sudden dawned on me, I'm like, I was a part of that.
0: <laughs> I did something. I, did I something. was a part I of. I was a part
1: of this. And it was, but it was that simple act in that moment of being of service because someone asked me to that it got me out of my head just right. for a moment. Right. It got me and out long enough. That's
0: that sweet enough, relief, right? That
1: sweet relief. It was that quiet. It was that, it was that mm. quiet that I was listening to mm. because I was so stuck in my head that it was so noisy and so overwhelming that I couldn't get out of it. And I experienced that silence. Yeah. You know, I experience the silence. Right. I get the same silence when I pray. I get the same silence when I uh, meditate. Right. And, you know, and that's, you know, that's my 11th step in action. You know, it's. In it's, the
0: beginning, it was all, I only, that was only achievable. So before, in active addiction, it was only achievable for that brief, brief, brief ever, 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 ever vanishing moment in yeah, time. Getting smaller and smaller and right, smaller. Right. And then in early recovery, it was like every time I, fe- I was at a meeting, that's when that peace would come. Yeah. But I didn't understand that. No. Right, right, right. But I knew I felt better Mm -hmm. when I went to a meeting. I knew that. I knew that much. When I went to a meeting, I felt better, right? And then some of the tools start to come in, right? Now I feel better if I go, if I call somebody or if I help somebody or if I'm of service. And not just in the rooms, but outside of the rooms, too. Right? I open a door oh, for somebody. Oh, Something a... little, right? Like, mm-hmm. get out of myself. And that's the, that, that sweet relief. Because my brain still has the ability to torture the hell out of my soul. Mm-hmm. Right? mm mm-hmm. And so if I can keep get my brain to a happy place, then, you know, my soul has some, some space to breathe and be okay. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Ain't that the truth?
0: Yeah. But it's not a perfect science. So, Michael, if... Somebody's new and they're listening to this podcast and they're scared. They don't, they don't know what to do. They're, they're, they're maybe at that point where I was at, that you were at, where they know they can't continue to drink or use whatever that DOC is. They can't continue to, the way they're going now, but they don't know what to do and they don't, they, they, they don't know how, they don't know that what would you say
1: oh well At first i would say that you're worth worth it you're not you you are worth not using for you deserve um life without it and and that it might and it doesn't have to be more than just for today but you know there's i would certainly a call even if you've done one of the 12-step fellowships call and find a meeting Start there. Go today. You know, strike while the iron's hot. Go today, and and li- and just listen and just be a part of, it and then and then go again. Um, in that process, you might want to get a medical opinion, called an assessment. And if you live in Minnesota and you don't have insurance, called Rule Twenty Five. And each state has a little different. Um, Little different uh, ways of doing things, but if but if you if you think you need treatment, give yourself that gift, and because that's just you know that's 28 days or whatever it is. just take a, give yourself that gift, and but know that if you can't, you don't have to. There are people like myself and other people who did the old-fashioned way. Right. They kicked. They felt like shit, and they just went to meetings every day, sometimes twice a day, and. um and, and just keep doing it. Don't pick up just for a day.
0: You only have to do it one day, sometimes one hour, one minute at a time. That's the other it. thing I would say, based on hearing your story and having the absolute privilege to be a part of sharing your story on this podcast, Michael, is to be vulnerable and be honest and take a risk. Because that's every, at every point in your story, Michael. When you took the risk and you were vulnerable and you got and you were honest and you got honest, you were
1: rewarded. I was rewarded. I, you know, um, the first person I ever shared with that I was, uh, uh molested as a kid by a family member. I'm walking back from lunch with him, and he's a, one of my best friends in recovery. And we're sharing, I knew that he had been, and, um, and I can't even remember what we were talking about, but I paused and I stopped walking, and he looked at me, and he kind of gave me that head nod, like it's going to be okay, and and I shared, and he just put his hand, and you know, and he just put his hand on my shoulder, and he let, said he loved, he said it's going to be okay, and he gave me a hug, and he said he loved me, and. Um, I was so fearful about being rejected, mm-hmm. judged, I judged, and in that moment of fear of rejection and judged and, and or whatever, the only thing I received was love and a hug, and acceptance. And and it's fun because which it's is fun. what we want. Which is what we want. And through the acceptance of others, because my sponsor would tell me to share, and I'm like, "You gotta be kidding me! I can't share this stuff." Right. He's like, yes, you can. And when I finally found the courage to do it, and the more I shared, and the more that I realized other people still accepted me and still love me, that allowed myself to start accepting and loving myself. Yeah. And that's where the freedom comes. Right. That's where the freedom comes. Right. So.
0: right. It's amazing and an amazing story. If you want to reach out to Michael, you can email the show At share at wayoutcast.com. That is share at wayoutcast.com. I will absolutely make sure that he gets the message. Wonderful. And if you connected with Michael, uh, Michael's story, anything uh, uh, along those lines, absolutely reach out to share at wayoutcast.com, and I will get Michael the message. And, Michael, uh, I consider you a a friend in recovery uh, uh, and an absolute beautiful soul, and I cannot be uh, more grateful that I was able to share your story here on this podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being a part of The Way Out where we share stories from people just like you who have recovered from alcoholism and other addictions. If you would like to reach out to the show, you can visit us on the web at wayoutcast.com. That's wayoutcast, all one word, dot com. Or drop your host a friendly email at share at wayoutcast.com. There you can also find links to previous episodes on iTunes, Stitcher, and Podcast Garden. If you or someone you know would like to be a guest on the podcast, contact me at share at wayoutcast.com. See you next time. And remember, if you don't change, your sobriety day will.